Ladies and gents, uh, hope you all are doing amazing today. Um, this is a quick public announcement. Uh, so, uh, Saturnalia has been moved because I came across some technical difficulties and, well, I'm working on them. Long story short, lost the files. And, uh, yeah, I mean, uh, I suppose it's the uh, density in the room, right? <laughs> but, uh, you know, sorry for the inconvenience and uh, we shall be rolling with the punches like always and you know let's get at it that's all there is to do but anyway thank you for sticking around and i hope you enjoyed today's episode because it's gonna get freaking gnarly but um yeah see you there ladies and gents welcome back to another man from fire episode and as always thank you for uh tuning in and you know i hope you're all doing well because damn it's been a hell of a fucking year i tell you but anyway Aside from that, my peeps, today um, I have a a story, story time, no, that will uh, probably, I don't know, maybe relate, maybe not at all um, with any of you, but uh, have you by chance have heard of these stories or perhaps just the phrase, a deal with the devil? Um, I believe a good example of it would be the story of Kent Dracula. You know, that's a good story. But um, I suppose it would be more of a a contract, you know, where you gain precisely some sort of... Well, they just keep it. It's, it's more of a trade. Yeah, that would sound a lot better. It's more of a trade, you know, binded by a contract where your soul is a part of the exchange for a wish, you know, it's not just something, just, we'll say a wish in this case, um, um, I mean, if you listen to blues music, um, Robert Johnson, um, that, that one's a really good, uh, story, where is this blues player, or blues musician that's really horrible or this person that wants to be a blues musician very horrible um meets surprisingly meets the devil in the crossroads and I, he makes the deal with him with the devil and in a couple of weeks or months or something something like that he becomes like a, this fucking badass I mean, he becomes quite a quite the musician, you know, quite the blues blues musician. You know, it's he's it's a very intriguing story, and I believe Netflix may, has a story about it. Um, I haven't seen it. Um, I mean, I I listen to blues music, so um, yeah. But anyway, also there's a uh, uh, violinist um, Giuseppe Tartini who he also encountered um, the devil in his dream. And um, long story short, the devil played his violin, or he gave the devil the violin, and the devil played. And I, I suppose the trade was his soul for the actual um, the actual uh, sonata or the, the trill. And, and, and I believe that's what the... the uh, the piece is called the, the Devil's Trill, or 
Il trillo del diavolo. Del diavolo. Mm. Yeah, anyway. So, it's a very interesting piece. Because I always fuck my friend with that shit when he says, bro, put some machine gun music on. And I put that thing on. He's like, you need some help, bro. <laughs> but uh, I just mess with him. Um, but anyway. Uh, also, there's another violinist, uh, Peganini. And I believe his name is Niccolo Peganini. And he also has, you know, similar or relevant story. Very similar story, of course. And, um, yeah, I mean, I guess who really knows the truth, right? Pretty sure they were just messing with the, uh, messing with the people there, you know, just, you know, maybe playing some mythological tricks on people. But, um, I mean, I don't know, could be true. But now, uh, this time though, I'll tell you. Uh, about the story, you know, and when we'll say an idiot, you know, uh, encounter the devil, hence the title of the episode, and um, yeah, it's very interesting. But um, before I start, I'll uh, we'll go to a quick commercial break and. You know, that way we can keep the story going, you know, and um, just get whatever helps you chill and get in the uh, quote unquote vibe. But um, anyway, all in moderation. So see you soon. And we're back, ladies and gents. Now, back to the uh, back to the story now, shall we? And um, it's taking a nice taste or nice liking taste or whiskey anywho so once upon a time you know this young lad here had a had a dream you know at the time I was probably 20 or 19 you know freaking thermal thermal dynamics had me a little bit you know little bit on the downside and like my friend uh, Emily says I'm an engineer therefore I hate myself no <laughs> self-deprecation and alcohol gets you through I, I suppose but um anyway um I fell asleep at the time and I mean I wasn't like I said you know I was a little a little bit on the downside because mm those test scores, right? And, um, anyway, I was, uh, I was, it was, I, I, I lost track of time, at the, you know, and, um, fell asleep and dreamt that I was walking on this, um, this trail. It was a very rugged desert-like trail. And, um, uh, according to my bearing, you know, I was walking up the trail uh, but it was pretty flat. Um, I don't know why I felt like I, w I had a destination, but I just, I don't know. I just was walking up the trail. And on this trail, there was a little tiny, you know, at a distance, you know, there was like, like a person there. And you couldn't really distinguish it because of the, um, 
the uh the dissipating heat waves that you know that from a distance that you see in the horizon you know and things like that but really couldn't distinguish it i forgot you call that that uh the uh phenomenon and it's not even phenomena it's you know the ah fuck it but anyway so um the way the heat wave was reflecting off the horizon um really couldn't distinguish this person of course as soon as i started to get closer it was this uh gentleman uh with you know a nice victorian suit and let me elaborate it's fucking hot um i don't know why but i felt the heat in my dream it was interesting i tell you the power of the fucking brain or the mind and so i started walking on this trail there was this um i mean it just looked like a desert so there wasn't much nothing much importance to it but this gentleman was like hey do you mind if i walk with you i said i don't mind at all and therefore he did and so we're getting closer to this i I, so his company kind of gave me ease like a little bit of ease but it was something else but as soon as I, as I start we start to get closer and closer I suppose to a destination don't know what the fuck the point was at the time um through this heat wave there was like this mirage like um city and the closer I was getting it turned into like a it was like a kingdom but a kingdom of businesses and things like that and um there was this gentleman of course that told me hey now that we are here in this city would you like me to show you around i know my way around here i said okay so we're you know by the way kids don't listen to strangers but anyway but i did so we were walking around he was showing me businesses things like that um real estate it was real nice um very wealthy place and uh nice cars and everything and we went to this chateau that was on top of this little hill. And this hill, for some reason, was able... You were able to look just about around the, the city. And um, when we went to this chateau, this, apparently it was this gentleman's house. Residence, we'll say that way. And um, there was... He had a 13 wives. Interesting. And very beautiful women. Anyway. And there were, uh, there was this, um, this office-like, or this room. Very office, you know, professional. And he, uh, offered me his chair. And I sat on his chair. And he sat on the visitor's chair and he asked me he didn't even look at me he just asked me would you like to have all this and i'm like what the fuck is going on um and i don't know why in my dream um i said i'm sorry he's like would you like to have all this 
And uh, I just said, I don't know. I mean, it sounds good to me, but what isn't there for you, you know? And he just literally just answers quite, you know, with a very dry tone, your soul. And I'm like, what the fuck is going on? Uh, he just says, allow me to, sh- allow me. And he showed me, like, it was like these scenes of me being, you know, I suppose king or I don't know what the fuck of this fucking little city. Very wealthy for the price of my soul. And that's very interesting. Um, anyway, so... Um, I say no, and this gentleman turns into a very interesting creature that I never in my life have encountered. Perhaps some picture out there when I was younger, I don't know. And um, it has very, very weird fingers. And it's like as if, if it tried to pick at my body to drag my soul, I suppose because of, you know, the way I was raised, but I don't know. Anyway, um, I, grab, I grab one of his fingers and I push it down. I, you see, I have a very short temper. So um, anyway, so I felt like I, I dragged him down. And it turn, it, it, this beast turned back into this gentleman. And for some reason, when I dragged him down, there was a little bit of dust. And for some reason, we were in my restroom. And in this restroom, I grabbed him. I don't know why the the bathtub had water, and therefore it did, and I was um, drowning him. And don't know why I was full with so much anger, and I was drowning this gentleman. And this gentleman eventually turned into me. And it was interesting this gentleman who happened to perhaps be what I don't know anyway so I was drowning him and I pick him up and he takes a big gasp of air sits down on the edge of the tub and says please don't kill me and I look at him with a little bit of you know care like not like a caring way such as sympathizing or empathizing, but more of a, of a, an aware, like vigilant in in a sense that, you know, let's be vigilant. And he would say, I would like to walk with you. I would like to write about you. I don't know. It was weird. And, um, this thing, person, gentleman, or we call him the gentleman in that sense, <sighs> told me something very interesting. He said, um, perhaps I, you know, have heard it somewhere, and perhaps in my dreams, you know, it's very, dreams are very interesting. I'll break it down here in a bit, but, um, m- this gentleman said you need me and I need you 
without me, you won't get through earth. And don't, at the time, I mean, I'm not too coherent in this dream. <laughs> so I don't know. I just say, okay, like, go on. And it was interesting. And yes, I actually, when I woke up, I wrote it down. So I have the, I have them with me. But um, this gentleman asked me, if you really want peace and understand what you don't know or understand, in a sense, um, you have to let me, you have to open that door and let me out. I don't know what the fuck that meant. And for some reason, he hugged me. And I hugged him. And it's really, I took it as a suggestion whenever he whispered in my ear that uh, money is the master of fools. Hmm. I was like, that's interesting. Yeah. And I woke up. I woke up. And it was like probably... I don't know. I didn't even look at the time. I just went to get some water. Went back to sleep. Then woke up again and wrote it down. And then went back to sleep. <laughs> but uh, it was interesting, that dream. Because it, in a way, it kind of made me understand how perhaps... Perhaps I need to get my shit straight. Because um, I, I believe I was... Be becoming this um when I was doing my engineering was I was I was doing engineering for the wrong reasons. Not for the fact that I really wanted to be an engineer, but more like, you know when you're eighteen you don't know what the fuck, you know. And I'm not gonna say I was the best um student, you know, even in high school. I was probably yeah, my mom was surprised. My mother was very surprised that I graduated and I got a scholarship. So she was like, wow, where did that fucking come from? Well, yeah. But, um, it, and I mean it, like, in a way that, I mean, I, you know, like, I really did not know what the fuck I was doing in college. I just tried, I mean, I tried it out just to try it out. Um, even my mother was surprised that I said yes to the scholarship. But, um, yeah, so I took a chance of that opportunity, which I remember once, I'm pretty sure, I'm pretty sure I just had, I heard of that somewhere, you know, that dream just made relevant, and it kind of, I, I, I suppose it's, The alter ego, I don't know. I suppose it was something 
you know, that just kind of made me say, kind of made, kind of, you know, woke me up a little bit. And, um, I interpret it as perhaps that I was becoming that which I am not uh, for the sake of becoming, you know, imprisoned per se to be liked, I assume, by perhaps, uh, perhaps my family, maybe, you know, because once I started going to college, it was like, oh, shit, look at this guy getting his shit together, but, you know, maybe because I wasn't doing it for me, or maybe because I was getting kind of, like, too unraveled with the reward rather than uh, comprehending, see, or understanding um, the actual concepts. I don't know. It was just a very weird dream. I tr- I'm trying to make sense of it all the time. But um, one thing that's right is perhaps maybe, you know, maybe some some people um, go to college and get a degree and sometimes they feel like that's a well-accomplished goal, but to me, it was never a goal. To me, it was more like a, a target, you know, to get to do what I really want to do. And that's why I went back to college and, you know, doing uh, finance. But um, perhaps I just have to break away from the idea of just having a nine-to-five and... Um, just having a regular life I don't know maybe that's what it was but one thing that's true was walking your walk you know so yeah cause like maybe that it, and it was part of that same that same day that I dreamt that and I you know journaled it went to sleep it was already like four something in the morning when I went back to sleep and I didn't have class till like nine, so uh, nine nine uh, thirty to be precise. And um, I fell asleep, and I was no longer in that trail, but I was like perhaps like somewhere in the woods, and it was more an of an open, like woods. It was there wasn't too much um, too much of a uh, forest or forestry, you know, there was just a little bit of here and there, but there was this wood, this, um, this tree, old, old tree that was on fire, and there was so many, like, a, there was a, there was a fox coming out of the, the, um, the bottom of it on fire, there was a fox, and there was, like, crows just circling around this tree, Um, and I perhaps want to say that that is the time or the, perhaps, you know, I was maybe at the top of the edifice of my beliefs, you know, maybe, you know, I don't know where perhaps, perhaps there was something wrong, you know, I'm, I'm a person that likes to play, uh, uh, 
I guess it's very idiotic of me doing it, but I like to play Russian roulette with my beliefs. Um, I don't dwell on it too much, but whether how I do things, I mean, that's perhaps why um, in my project, in one of my classes, you know, where we had to build a business, had to um, build a business in respect to the actual economy and you know when everything happened uh, in March well the en ending February going into March I really like to strategize and look into everything and hardly ever slept and then I started to really understand like holy shit it's not easy owning a business but you have to write, have the right people in there so um Yeah, so perhaps I can, it kind of, you know, now it makes a lot, a little bit of sense, or maybe I'm just trying to make it fit in there, but, um, yeah, it was interesting, and, and I, you know, people have dreams, you know, but, um, what was really interesting is that, well, my sister told me, because, <laughs> uh, my sister, she actually, that night, um, she was going to be in town and of course you know i live in party town and um she was going to be in town and they were going to go to this dance party thing you know and she asked me if she could stay and i said yeah you could stay and i and the day before i gave her my key to my apartment and she stayed in the guest room and um She's when she got there like around like three something in the morning, and she uh you know I guess was in the guest room and she said she heard some like she heard uh, my door opening so she kind of peeked through her through the guest room door and she saw somebody going into the into my restroom and the restroom's just like across my bedroom and um. It's not in the bedroom, but it's across the bedroom. And uh, she said she saw somebody going from my room to the restroom. And she she saw the door, the lights opening and everything, and she heard somebody crying or kind of like holding in a cry or kind of like uh, whimpering in there. And uh, it was interesting that she said that. Uh, May I be sleepwalking? I don't know. I don't think so, cause <laughs> I just had to come. Cause uh, she went to the kitchen to get. Uh, I think she to get a bottle of water, and I open. I heard something, and I opened my door, and she looked at me like spooked. I said, "What's wrong?" And she said, uh, "I thought you went to the restroom." And she looked at the restroom door, and she started like her eyes started getting very watery, and I said, "What is going on?" Um, and she's like, I, I and she tells me the story, you know, what I just told you about somebody going from my room to the restroom. Anyway, so I open the restroom door. There's nobody. There's nothing. And she's literally like, like her drunk went away. I'll tell you that. <laughs> she sobered up, and um, yeah, it was interesting that that happened at that exact time 
and I went to get some water, and then, you know, journaled everything, and, you know, um, I thought I was going to catch some sleep, but then I didn't, so I journaled some more on it, and then, um, yeah, fell asleep, had that other weird dream, and, uh, my friend, um, apparently she had texted me, listen, I hardly ever look at my phone, and she texted me, like, around that time, you know, like, around the time my sister got there, like, three-something, you know, and she said, and, and, I mean, she told me some stuff that I was like, what the fuck is going on, and, but anyway, so, what I'm trying to say is, could it be that, you know, could it be, perhaps, certain, I mean, certain things, you know, within my own psychology, which kind of allowed me to address the fact that perhaps I wasn't, you know, doing engineering in a sense of perhaps my own happiness. You know, I I was becoming perhaps more of a, it was becoming more of a trophy rather than, than um, to fulfill what I really want to do. And, you know, Perhaps I was getting just lost in, in in the idea of it, and not re- what really is, and not, and it wasn't correlating to what I really want want to do want to do. And to be honest with you, sometimes you know, when you're an engineer, sometimes you, they ask you to do a, perhaps like a product or something, or to in, 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 improvise or innovate a certain product. But it's very compromised. So I kind of, I mean, it's nice that, you know, you got you got to work with what's in the fridge. But uh, sometimes it's like, you know, you got to turn, you got to turn wine into, what's it, uh, turn water into wine, you know. But, um, yeah, so yeah, it was interesting in that sense. And, per- and perhaps, you know, like Robert Johnson and, you know, um, Giuseppe and Paganini, perhaps there was, you know, they had to break some rules in order, probably, probably they were being compromised. That's what I'm saying. P- perhaps they were being compromised um, or constrained with a- an old way of of, you know, perhaps viewing a play of, you know, uh, of their, of their craft. My craft is, I would just say, innovation. Um, but, uh, perhaps it could be that. Um, perhaps it couldn't be. Maybe I'm just an idiot, obviously. And I don't understand beyond that, which could be probably, you know, what most religious or spiritual people say could have been just that, the devil. You know, I don't know. But, um, you know, now that I walk my walk, meaning, you know, when my parents or somebody, they always tell me, why don't you just get a job and, you know, you'll have a 401k, you'll be nice and comfortable. I don't want that. I actually have different ideas and just working on, um, I like finance because you are able to understand the flow and the risks, you know, the um, liability and all these, well, you know, not a lot of people like balance sheets, but you got to kind of look into them. 
uh, for the long run, you know, uh, of to keep a business. But anyway, yeah, so strategizing and certain things like that. Um, I Sometimes you can teach entrepreneurship, but then sometimes, I don't know, maybe could have been sports. I don't know. But sometimes, you know, if you have the drive and the vision, determination, I suppose you know, what they, what is, you know, the intuition in a way, you're able to kind of make smart decision, decisions, and you have to be open um, to the possibilities wisely, like they say, you know, like, uh, a, a gambler's mentality is not that which they are addicted to the gamble, but they understand what they're getting themselves into, because they already know, perhaps, how to strategize you know in 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 that scenario or during the game um it's not much trivial though but it's real shit you know but um or maybe i take it too serious right but um yeah so it was interesting uh dreaming that because it kind of it changed my perhaps projection and i tangent back into what I want but um could dreams actually be the depth over the art psychology perhaps perhaps you know cause um yeah it was interesting and I'll never I, I, I'm pretty sure I heard of that somewhere that I just can never in my life forget about that whisper i always feel it in the right ear you know when you know the uh the money is master of fools yeah it was interesting but uh yeah anyway now that the story time is over you're like ah that was short and quick she said, right? No. But, um, no, I'll, uh, uh, this will probably, you know, make sense with the, uh, with one of my friends that she, you know, graduated, but, um, because she asked me, why is it that you never invited your parents to your graduation or you didn't even walk well first of all it was, it was my bachelor's um i mean yeah, it's a struggle you know but i mean like i don't know i'm not too much of a person that you know it's like oh yeah let's celebrate you know it's like come on it's, you know it's it, we're, we're really getting started you know we're really getting started so yeah, and then um, for my master, well, for the commencement, you know, I invited her, but I don't know, it's, uh, I don't know, I just, it's whatever, you know, um, it's not much just attaining a degree, it's what can, do you understand what you just did, like, all, like, do you understand the concept, you know, and innovation, um, being able to understand, you know, the Newton workforce, you know, within the action, like, you know, 
I mean, yes, there's presets, shit like that. But I mean, can you make the own equation, things like that? Like, yeah. But anyway, um, aside from that, um, yeah. So that's why I even, you know, my parents are like, why don't you just get a job? Why did you, why, why did you go back to college? Well, I don't know. Well, I'm paying for it, but you know, um, I just kind of took that suggestion, you know, got to walk your walk and, you know, looked and gazed into the abyss per se. And, um, yeah, so in essence, I really still don't know what the fuck that meant, that, that dream was, you know, um, I even went to, a uh, clinical psychologist and they're like, Hey, it's just a dream, dude. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe I'm just trying to find meaning to it, cause um, it kind of reminded me of that, the the that blues with with uh, Robert Johnson. But um, I don't know. I don't know. Maybe I'm just nuts. But anyway, that would be all for today, and um, see you probably next Saturday, cause mm, that weekend. That weekend warrior action, right? But anyway, hope uh, hope you enjoyed this uh, nonsense story. I want to say, and um, at the end of the day, you know, stay humble, stay ruthless. <laughs>